Welcome to the Specify Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Tas Nakagawa of Castagra Products. Each week, I talk to leaders and experts about how to overcome adversity, grow massive organizations, and how to create meaningful change in the building materials and construction industry. Today's guest is Jennifer Lacey. She's the lean practice leader at Robinson Morton. So Jen, thank you. Thank you for uh, coming on the show. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I like to look at people's profiles before, you know, getting on the show. And I, I see it. Uh, one of your titles is kindness dealer. Yes. Explain that to me. Well, I will. So I have realized in this industry that I work in, and even in our world that we're in, that you can tell by being around people pretty quickly kind of where where they are when it comes to understanding the importance of kindness, the importance of respect, the importance of like humanity. And then you can also tell when, you know, it's maybe not so important. And I've realized that because I hold that very high in things that are important to me, it's a priority of mine that I draw in and other like-minded people. And so I call it a kindness dealer because when you think about a dealer, it's like they're, you know, they're providing something that other people need. And, um, but also I've realized it's reciprocal. And so as those people have come into my space and I've been able to connect with them and share not only my journey, but then they're sharing theirs, it just, the ripples keep going. And so I want to make sure people know that, Hey, I am one of those people come find me. Yeah, no, it's very good. It, it's certainly um, working. And I mean, looking at your roles, you have this, you know, marketing background. And then I think, you know, lean is is a big part of what you do. How do those kind of work together? So the way I guess the the evolution. So I, I work for Robinson Morton. We are a national general contractor, but 90% of what we do is healthcare. So that's where I've been for 20 years with the, with them, kind of multiple roles. And marketing kind of was one that was easy for me because business development and marketing go together, communications. And those are things that I, I enjoy. And I, you know, and, and it's, it's not a, I'm not too uncomfortable in those scenarios. And so sometimes when you're not, people grab you and take you into those spaces. And so that is what I, that was my role for most of my career. And then about eight years ago, uh, Robbins and Morton kind of started our building forward approach or initiative. And that's really focused on marrying the, I guess, balancing caring about people and lean practices because we get so, some companies get so caught up on the lean practices and policies and tools that we forget about the people part. And so it's kind of our company-wide initiative that balances the two. And that was about eight years ago. And once that they started having conversations like that, I got invited to an onboarding at one of our projects. And I sat through them talking about collaboration and continuous improvement. And I'm like, what is all this stuff? Like, this is awesome. And so started asking questions, started visiting more job sites and really hanging around a lot of thought leaders that were kind of leading the way. And I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I need to learn everything about it. And I, this is what I want to do. And so Robbins and Morton kind of let me have dual, like do my job, but also kind of learn that. And for about three or four years, that's what I did. I just tried to learn everything I could and get in spaces with other people that were just changing the world. And for a little over four years ago, Robbins and Morton created a position that would be able to lead that within our firm. And that's what I've been doing. 
Wow. Okay. Well, walk me for, through the the three years because you know you probably sparked some people's curiosity. Who were you learning for? What was your process? Because you essentially went from a place where you didn't know anything, where now you're mentoring people. So, yes. So it started internally, a hundred percent. So as we kicked off building forward within Robbins and Morton, we got about 35, 40 people within the firm that were people that were high performance, or they were people that were trying new things. They were innovative. They were willing to do some things outside the box. They were, they have had experience with IPD contracts, been, you know, implementing lean tools and processes. So people that kind of had different ideas, got a group together and they started, you know, just kind of brainstorming. What could this look like? What could it be within our firm? And then I got pulled in um, to that group and I, and literally like superintendents, project managers, project directors, field engineers, project engineers. I mean, it was across the board. There wasn't a position in that room that, you know, didn't get brought in for a, for a different reason. And so I just started picking brains and mainly, I'm going to say I started with superintendents because one, they were, they're leading work in our, in our firm that, I mean, they're the manager in charge on the site. So leading work. So I just started going to job sites and really following them around, asking them questions, why this, what, you know, what, what were we doing? And now what are we doing here? And what did you see? Where was the value? And what did that eliminate? And just started picking their brains. At first they were like, what is going on? But then again, they realized it was real. And I really wanted to understand it because I could see how things were connected. And usually superintendents are just on one project. And so by me looking and going to all these other places and asking questions, now I was able to start seeing how things were fitting together and how this project's doing this, but this one's doing this, but hey, have y'all even had a conversation? And so it allowed a lot of cross collaboration that maybe wasn't happening early on. And um, so it started 100% internally with our with our, our project leaders and just really you know getting them to tell me. One, one thing Adam Hoot says a lot is, when you're going around and you're on site and you really want to build connections with people, go up to them and go teach me something. Because all of a sudden it's, you're not the person that has all the answers and you're not the one that, you know, is there to check a box or you're not there to, to say somebody's passing or failing. But when you walk up and, and to someone that's putting work in place or somebody that's doing something and you go, Hey, teach me something. It's like, it takes that armor down and it takes the walls down and I literally just lived in that space for three years and just absorbed it, asked questions, gave ideas. Hey, I hear this, but what about this? And again, it, it got me in the right frame of mind that our leaders thought, hey, we need this full time. So that was internally. So I, I want to answer because you said, where, where did I go? So internally, that's where it started. And then through being in a space here, I mean, I'm in Texas, there's a lot of lean amazing lean mentors and leaders in Texas already. I already had relationships with Keon Zandi, Joe Donnarumo. They wrote the Lean Builder, Cross Paths with Jesse, with LCI Congress, um, you know, just kind of started crossing paths with people that I was like, oh, I need to know them. I want to be in their space. Felipe as another one, um, Jason Schroeder, Adam Hoots. I mean, just started being in places where they were there. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I started again, asking questions and that helped me start looking at what else was happening and then what I could bring into Robbins and Morton, but also it validated a lot of the things we were doing. And it helped me see that we were not in the back of something. We were leading a lot within our firm. And at that point, it let me know, here's how we're going to continue to lead, but also here's some opportunities for us to make sure that we don't, you know, we don't miss anything. 
You mentioned earlier, you know, because lean can be taken too far, right? Where the people are. So what are the things that you sort of talk about in terms of creating that balance? Can you describe for someone that maybe doesn't quite understand how those two things can work together and how it play out in a practical sense? 100%. So I do, I have a visual that I use. And so I'm going to walk you through the visual. And this is what I use for all of, all of our onboardings, all of our alignments internally and externally for with our projects, with our clients and things like that. So it's a visual. So you think about an iceberg. Okay. And if you see the waterline and above the iceberg is what you see. And so when you walk on site or you go somewhere, what you're going to see is the work. You're going to see the safety thing. You're going to see materials. You're going to see, you know, the things that, that are visible. And that's above the waterline, but that's the stuff the client sees. That's the stuff that pays your bills. That's the stuff that, that, that ma- it matters a lot. And I think sometimes we get so caught up on what's above the waterline and that, you know, that getting across the finish line, making sure you're hitting your deadlines, those kind of things, because that pays the bills. We forget what's below the waterline. And so what's below the waterline are all of the the intangibles, sometimes the emotional intelligence, the soft skills, a lot of those things, relationships, you know, how are we continuously improving? How are we collaborating with each other to make sure that we are, you know, we're not duplicating efforts, we're not creating more waste? How are we developing our next level leadership? How are we creating a culture of learning? Like all of those things is below the waterline because those are all things that are happening and we don't realize that if you look at every one of the components that happen below the waterline, it's all about the people part. And when you look at it in, as a whole, below the waterline, all those things that have to do with people, if that part of the iceberg goes away, what happens to the work? It goes straight to the bottom of the ocean. And so we have to make sure that we're, we understand that, yes, that's important. We can never lose sight of that to make sure that we always have the goal. We always know where we need to be. But we always need to remember that the people produce the outcomes. And if we only focus on the outcomes, then we're losing, we're losing so much by not focusing on the people that are doing the work. That's very nice. Now, how does this podcast fit into all this? Oh my gosh. So I thought about this because and, and it was literally it was a conversation I had with my daughter a couple of weeks ago. So I talk about a lot like an entrepreneurial spirit or an entrepreneurial mindset. Like I talk, I use that terminology at work because, and I was thinking about this, when you are going out and trying to do something for the first time, okay? And for me, lean is one of those things because it's a lot of times it's a change. It's a, it's a mindset. You have to change your, the way you think. And when you go and do something for the first time in an environment in an industry that has been, you know, traditionally it's got its, it's set in its ways. You're going to run into resistance. You're going to run, run into retaliation. You're going to run into a lot of people that will maybe, you know, push back and poke holes and throw rocks at things. And you have, then you're in a position where you have to make a decision. And it's very close to somebody who's an entrepreneur or somebody that's trying to go out and do something for the first time. They're, they're putting themselves at risk. And that's what that's what entrepreneurs do. It's the same thing when you are going out at the in the job site and in your space and trying to implement lean because people are going to they're going to make fun of you. They're going to tell you it doesn't make sense. Hey, we've always done it this way. And so you have to go. I know. And I'm still going to do it anyway, because I know we're going to get better from it or you're going to go. It's not worth it. And so the risk part for me is the parallel between, you know, going after and creating a business 
or going after and trying to implement something new that it's going to run into some roadblocks. It's going to run into some things that everyone's not going to go, let's clear the way because this is a, this is the new magical way of doing it. People aren't going to do that. They're going to go, this doesn't make sense. Why are we doing this? We already had success. You know, why are you trying to change things? You're going to run into all those things. And if you believe in it and you see what, like where you're trying to go and you are persistent and you're also patient. And when you get there, you're going to look back and go, oh my gosh, look, look how far we've come. Wonderful. I I love how you drew those uh, two things together. So is your, the podcast part of implementing change in what you're doing, like in affecting that in a, in a broader way? That started with both of us being pretty comfortable having uncomfortable conversations. So we don't shy away from those things. We kind of kind of jump into those conversations one because most people are not comfortable and if you can put somebody in that space that can help facilitate and kind of can pull back the armor and get a little vulnerable first then it helps break down some of the the silos and the barriers that people come in with and so we realized okay we both do that and so not only could we together have some conversations that would open some eyes and people would go oh it's it's safe it's okay but then we get to pick topics that people don't like to talk about. So it's marrying people that, okay, let's just try it and see with also topics that normally people shy away from conflict, you know, transparency, vulnerability, you know, things at the workspace, things at home, just even talking about like your people that influence you, the people, you know, things that um, goals that you have, you know, just different, all different things that we kind of talk about it in this hypothetical place. But when we dig down into like, at your core, what matters to you? What are you thankful for? What are you grateful for? What do you appreciate? What are those things that like make you, you know, just rattle your brains? And 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 so we we dig into things like that. But the topics we choose usually come from our listeners. And you know this, it's usually we'll listen and see where people are struggling, areas where they're they're not sure what to do or they're running into things and not understanding them. And going like, I don't understand this, or I don't know what to do. We'll go, well, let's just dive right in and let's, let's have the conversation and see what, because we know there's other people out there that are dealing with the exact same things. And the more that, that he and I can show up and talk about those things. And then other people see the space that, Hey, it's okay to like be human and be able to show up and not have to have this armor on and protect myself all the time. One, I'm going to allow myself to reflect I'm going to allow myself to think through some things, but also it's making people show up differently. And that's the, the the messages back have been after listening to this, realizing I'm not by myself, realizing that I can show up differently and get different outcomes. That's been like the, the, the magical part of it. Wow. What were some of the specific moments where you thought, well, this is making a difference or this is working? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Let me think of a specific one. Cause I know like there's so many people that reach out. I mean, there was, okay. You know what? There was one today. There was one today and, and that's easy. Cause I can. And so this morning got, you know, flying back and I was checking LinkedIn and Tammy McConaughey, she's one that I've connected with a long time ago and she kind of follows our stuff on, on LinkedIn. And, um, and I, I say this all the time, like we have no idea the ripples of impact we are creating every time we make a decision, every time. 
whether it's the conversation Jesse and I are having or a LinkedIn post that I decide to, to share, or I mean, just a conversation that I reach out and, and, hey, I'm just checking on you to see how you're doing today, making sure everything's okay. We have no idea what those moments do. And not only in that person, but then any other person that they touch. So this morning I saw a post that, so Tammy wrote, she shows, she just, she just launched a book on Amazon about uh, being grateful and, and showing appreciation. And I, and that's amazing. Cause that's, that's the stuff that I think we don't do enough of. And so in her post, she wrote like, I, I, I didn't know if I wanted to share this with the world. I didn't know. I didn't want to tell everybody and seem like a salesperson that, you know, Hey, come look and buy my book. She goes, but I read a post earlier this week that Jennifer wrote about showing appreciation and about how we struggle with that and how we we have a hard time sometimes articulating how we're thankful for things or even if when people thank us receiving it. She goes, and so I read that and realized like people need this book and I need to celebrate it. I mean, like I didn't do that intentionally. I did it because of where I was in my in my my world. But that little thing, that little nugget did something that now caused her to take a jump and do something that maybe she was a little bit hesitant, maybe a little bit scared to do. And, but it gave her a little, it empowered her a little bit. And it's like little stories like that, that I'm telling you, they keep happening. And it's, you get these little stories. And every time, even though they're happening so often, I'll get on the phone with Jesse and I'm like, Jesse, like, like, what is like, I mean, all every time, like, it's never a point where I'm like, oh, I knew that was going to happen. Like, it never happens that way. It's always like, can you believe this? Oh, my gosh, this. And so that's the cool thing about it. But those people then do those things. And then they're impacting other people. And then you'll start hearing stories about, hey, I, it was yesterday, we did an event at a at Western Carolina. And there were college, you know, college kids in the room. And we were talking about some, we were really trying to help them be prepared to come into the industry, the construction industry. And we were talking about different ways you can show up and different ways you can engage with people. And remember that they're human and that everybody you engage with has something to give and offer. And, you know, people just want to matter. And so we were talking about different things. And Adam said in that room, like, just walk up to someone and and tell them to teach you something. And then I, I saw this morning a message that Adam received from one of those kids that he showed up at the job site this morning and did that. And it was so cool to see the response he got. Like that was yesterday. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, it's just a little, it's, it's that stuff all the time. And, and that's just the ones that share it. Jesse's problem is Jesse's like, he wants to know, we talk about this. He's like, I just want to know all the things that are impacted. And we just, we're never going to know those lives and those people that are taking a nugget and maybe having a tough conversation or being able to reflect and go, Ooh, I need to like reassess, you know, my decisions or this is, you know, like there, you never know those things just based on listening to us, but also really the the conversations with everyone else that show up and they really love on each other. They do, they support each other. They encourage each other and just creating a space for that because we just don't have enough of those spaces. That's, we don't like in our industry, in our world, We don't have enough spaces to where we're in a place where people encourage you, they elevate you, they recognize you, they shine a light on you because they genuinely care. And so that is literally at the foundation, what we're trying to do. Wonderful. How do you see this progressing and developing? (laughs) I have no idea. I'm going to use Jesse's words and go, we have no plan because every time we think we have like everything that happened in 2022, like you know, 90% of it was no plan in January. Like it was every time 
I think our plan is that we are completely open and allow ourselves to know that something will come up and surface and we can't discount it. We also need to like not jump at every little thing because it will be all over the place. So it's like as things surface and conversations happen, like, okay, let's look at this. Does that feed our mission? Does that feed our purpose of impacting one person and helping their lives be better or helping them be able to show up differently? If it does, then maybe it's something we should consider. Nice. Sounds like a, a philosophy that provides some guidance. Yes. That's not direct. It just provides guidance. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything that I did not ask you that you want to share? Oh my gosh. Usually I just show up and I just answer questions. Free swing. Um, let me think. Most of my conversations lately have been, again, people trying to figure out where their space is and what they're supposed to be doing. And okay, I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to do or this is where I where I need to be. And, and so those are conversations that I'm having with a lot of people and they're struggling because it's like, I don't know if this is right, or I don't know if, if I, if this is my right firm or this is the right you know place I'm supposed to be. And so I guess my, my biggest thing to take away is it doesn't have to be the loudest voices to make the most impact. Mm-hmm. And in construction, it's easy. Cause it's like, you're going to have somebody yelling and screaming and they're going to be loud and you're going to do what they say. And I would say, take it back even from there is you can still impact things, you know, not have to be the loudest voice by a conversation, by building a relationship here. But also, if you don't voice yourself, if you don't take the time to ask the questions, and you just sit there and go, well, they should know, they should know that that bothered me, or they should know that I have a doctor's appointment. And I don't know why they would make me like, again, it's easy to get in that self talk and go, you know, that's not my fault. That's not my fault. And there's times where I understand that there's things outside of our control, but a lot of times, a lot of things are in our control, but we don't take the control. And so being able to have the tough conversation or ask for the time or say, Hey, I'm going to be late because of this. It's, it's like, Oh, I don't want it to make it look bad on me. But if you don't ever have the conversation, we can't expect someone else to just know something. That's what I got. Makes a lot of sense. I love your enthusiasm. I'm a huge fan and supporter of what you and Jesse and Adam and the rest of the, the team do. So thank you for taking the time. I know you're busy today. Well, I appreciate it. One, just letting me come on and talk with you because that's these are the best ones where I can just we can just have a conversation. Perfect. Thank you for listening to the Specify Growth Podcast today. Make sure you check out youtube.com forward slash tats talks for video of today's podcast. Hit the subscribe button for upcoming episodes. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.